Welcome to the Good Athlete Podcast, the voice of the Good Athlete Project. The Illinois High School Powerlifting Association State Championship 2021 is officially in the books. I'm here with Coach Pekmez. How are you, Coach? Hi, everyone. Good, Coach. How are you? I'm doing kind of wonderful because I'm so excited about um, everything that's going on this year. Uh, today, we're going to debrief a little bit from the state meet. Uh, we're going to have an interview with um, a couple coaches from the IHSPLA okay. that we're going to sort of doctor up and paste on the back of this. So we'll get perspectives from all over the state. We just want to take the time to debrief and kind of circle all the things that we liked to make sure that we can move them forward. And I think that's an exercise that we'd encourage a lot of people to do, everyone to do in the post-pandemic era. I was on a call with a coach just this morning. We were saying like, if we had to scrape away all the nonsense, move ourselves away from all the noise and just look plainly at the last year and a half and circle some of the things that, that actually weren't too bad and perhaps even uh, were better than they would have been had it been just like a standard year, could we circle those and make sure they don't get lost in the shuffle of the quarantine, if that makes sense. You know, first, the first year of pandemic, we, uh, we were what, like a month and a half from our state meet we ended up transitioning to a full, we, we hosted an online powerlifting meet, an online powerlifting nationals. Some of our athletes from the Illinois High School Powerlifting Association were able to compete. Uh, a lot of athletes from across the nation. We had like 160 entries. Mm-hmm. Um, the open division was won by a team out of Oklahoma. The girls division won by a team out of Texas. The boys division won by a team from Pennsylvania. It was a really cool thing. Now, fast forward to this year, things were still a little haywire. It wasn't terrible, but obviously... A lot of hurdles to jump. It wasn't a traditional year, so we didn't have regionals. We went right into a state meet, and because we weren't sure what the culture or the climate of, of the world would look like, we decided pretty early on that we were going to have the state meet outside. So on what was the date? The 29th, May 29th, we were in Northfield, Illinois, uh, in an all-outdoor, totally unique setting. Uh, we had six racks going. Actually, I guess we only used five of them. One of them stayed as a warm-up rack, but we had five racks going, uh, 70 plus lifters from all across the state. Some folks came from, we had a military that came like four and a half hours, uh, came the night before. Amazing. And, (laughs) and stayed in a hotel. And like, so we had people come from all over the place and pack. It was, I hope you would agree. It was a home run. I was so happy that we were able to provide that for young people. You know, that we embedded a lot of positive messaging into it and, Jeez, it was fun. So, okay. So what do you got? When was our last meet before that one? I mean, seriously, in person. The last in person With a bunch of schools. What was it? It was, uh, let's see. It was, it was the first week of March, uh, 2020. It was at Evanston High School. We had Evanston, we had Evanston, Taft, Kankakee, Maine West in a four-team regional at Evanston High School. So I couldn't even make that one. Um, I wasn't even there. So okay. it's been over a year and a half. So Stag was probably last Stag was mine. Down in Palos Hills. And that was a while ago. I mean, it was pushed on a year and a half, maybe yeah. almost two years yeah. ago, something like that. Um, so walking into the morning of this meet was something like no other. I mean, I'm, can I just jump right into it and talk about it, what I'm talking about? Let it loose. Yes. I've never seen this amount of support in a long time in sports. And that starts with the parents and the coaches Mm -hmm. and it goes all the way down towards the athletes. But I was thinking about this on my ride over here this morning um, before we met up the podcast. 
When you say ride, I don't want to cut you off, but your motorcycle ride. Yes, that is right. My motorcycle ride in drizzling rain. And this is what I was thinking about um, on the way down. I don't know how many other sports, and we, you and I talk about this all the time, and we Mm -hmm. spend hours talking about support, but how many other sports have the level of support or show the amount of support that powerlifting does? And, and, and to be specific, because there's obviously a lot of more dollars sure elsewhere, I know. you're talking about like athlete to athlete. I'm talking to athlete yeah. to athlete, coach to athlete, coaches yeah. to coaches, parents to parents. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about parents of other students taking videos of other kids, not just their kids. Yeah. And you so to, to, to give people like a really clear picture of this, you're talking about like legitimately um, a parent from Kankakee recognizing that an athlete from McHenry is going from a state record for a state record and screaming their lungs out. They're, they're using, filming the kid from another school and just sort of celebrating it together. Is and that I, what and I, I, I can't help but laugh at this, but I don't know if my parents were ever filming, uh, me playing football against Evanston and filming their quarterback. It's like, yeah, that guy's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy's yeah. good. So I'm going to yeah. get him on tape. Right. Um, so that was, that's something like no other, like I said, but that level of support and having coaches, from all these different schools come up to us and thank us for what we were able to put together and the athletes. And you really see it in their eyes that this was meaningful, impactful in a way. Yeah. Something that they were missing out on for a long time and they knew it was for the better. They knew at the end of the day it was for the kids. And I even had random parents coming up to me thanking me and I'm like, I have no idea who you are, but that's okay. Like, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? It's yeah, just yeah. like, hey, no problem, awesome. you're welcome. And in the moment, I'm kind of like, yeah, sure, no problem, you're welcome. And then now we sit down and we think about why that is and it's like, my son or daughter got an opportunity they might have never gotten before. The amount of support that they just received today under a bar and weights outside yeah. in a courtyard, they might have never seen this level of support ever. They, for some of the kids who are who are not like multi-sport athletes, like the you know football player coming to do powerlifting, I think you could be exactly, exactly right. And that's so meaningful. And I can't help but go back to like, you know, I don't want to gloss over the whole quarantine moment. Like I, people are feeling pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. And that's good and I don't want to take us back to a bad place but there were long stretches of time when people were afraid mm-hmm. and uncertain and they didn't know if they were going to have a high school athletic career anymore and whatever and um, you, you, the idea that we could put this competition on the calendar for people much like we tried to do with the online powerlifting nationals last year and you know light a light at the end of this tunnel and give people something to train for I, that's something that I've heard from from kids and families and parents as well. Like I remember one of our one of our guys, the, yep. the, the vice president of our powerlifting team, Clayton Genty. I remember we're on Zoom meetings. This dude's got a Hinkley and Schmidt water bottle, yep. trying to do front squats and like, you know, the, some of the moments. I, I I don't want to forget that by hosting something like this, we, it's not just a day. It's, it's countless moments from the first time a, a kid hears about it until they ultimately get to put it on display. The, the number of, of positive interactions with a coach, the number of times that they push themselves toward health and wellness and resilience and all those things, like the number of times they got together in a gym, which for a long time was one of the only things that like per CDC regulations, like was one of the only things that you could do safely, right? Like masked up, socially distanced in a gym under a bar. So. <clears throat> to give people a purpose over a long stretch of time and then to really put the freaking punctuation mark, the, uh, the exclamation point on the back end of, of this year felt really, really good to me. It was really interesting but I, because I think in a lot of other sports, everybody looks forward to the competition and actual lifting and uh, 
getting a bunch of points for your team and getting a first place trophy. But I asked a couple of our kids at the end of the day, you know, how to go. What are your thoughts? And you go, yeah. And I'm going to say Claire here. Claire's okay. Like, Claire's awesome. I made a bunch of new friends. You know, mm-hmm. And that and that strikes differently. That's what not you, like yeah. I'm, I, I didn't, it didn't cross my mind to think about she's yeah. going to respond and yeah. tell me that she made a couple new friends. Um, I was more so looking for like, yeah, my bench went great, my squat went great, deadlift not so much, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But for her to come up to me and say I made a bunch of new friends from these different schools, I paused for a second. I thought about them. Like that's really cool. That, yeah. that that's something else as well. It is, man. I, I I'm a, I'm a football guy by nature. I love it. I, I always have. And, and that's just how it is. But um, I don't remember ever coming out of a football game feeling like that. No. <laughs> like I just made a pal. <laughs> you know, like, no, it's, it's and, and not that there's anything wrong with that. You, you know that I feel like this. Like, I think it's important if you are, I think it's important to be our full embodied, competitive, sometimes animalistic selves in appropriate scenarios and know how to control that. I think you have to learn how to control that. So there's all sorts of, you know, I'm not, to, I'm not trying to, say there's anything wrong. In fact, there's a lot that I love about these other sports, but we are just, I think both of us highlighting the idea that powerlifting in the way that we do it is just a little different. Um, so there we go. We, we don't have to linger on it much more, but, but it was a, it's an exciting year. Really glad that we got to provide this opportunity for people. Now, um, one thing that I really want to pull out of this and I want to hear about it in your okay. life and here, if you've heard this before, but like be- between lifts, we've mentioned this many times, like between lifts, we always ask people to self-reflect. Mm-hmm. So for example, we're at the, and we just posted something about this on our Instagram at Good Athlete Project. So um, between lifts, we, we got 70 people through squat flight in this unique and cool event. Um, or th- yeah, through the squats. And, and we paused after the squats and we asked them to do some, some self-reflection. Right. And that's one of the things that's definitely unique about our meets compared to you know, the way it's been done in other places. And, and again, no shade, no, no critique of the other places. This is just a distinguishing factor for us. We're like, and and, and I'm just going to share, I think with the audience, because I think it's so powerful. Um, and it has been for me at least. It's like, okay, you just did this thing at the back end of the long, strange year. You just maxed out squat. You got three attempts at a max load, max intensity squat. Now here we are on the back end of that. Can we, can we name what we just did? And what I mean by that is you put uh, you put something on the bar that you knew was was at near sometimes over anything you've ever done before, mm-hmm. and you went down and up with it. And at the very bottom, when it is by definition when it is at its most difficult, everyone is faced with two opportunities, and that's either stop when it's that hard, or push and try and and, and push forward. And every person there that day. 70 people, 70 kids had the opportunity to choose option two and all of them did. And that doesn't even mean that they got it. You know, there were totally. plenty of people totally. who went for it and, and, and failed. And our, you know, the, the amazing volunteers and spotters caught them and they were safe and everything's good, but they at least went for it. So like, what a, first of all, what a powerful, very simple concept. When things are at their most difficult, you pushed through. Now, uh, we also ask athletes and we'd ask anyone sort of considering listening to this and considering like, you know, what they do in their own life in the gym, whatever. Um, what, what, what would you call that? I think it's important to name the characteristic that, um, that you just demonstrate. So is it, is it grit? Was that a gritty behavior? Is it resilience? You know, are you sort of persevering in the face of the challenge, whatever it might be, but to name it, 
this is really important. Like, you know, everything we do, uh, deeply embedded, like a lot of psychology deeply embedded mm-hmm. in all of our processes. So like the, it, taking the action of reflecting on it name and naming it, it's almost like packing a suitcase that you can take with you down the road. So the next time you're in a tough situation and it is seemingly at its most difficult, you can kind of open up your suitcase, be like, I've been there before. I've done it before. I've demonstrated grit or resilience or whatever you called it. I've done these things and, and I know that I'm equipped um, to do them again. Yeah. I can do, the, do it again. Uh, I think that's sort of a powerful gift to give people when we do it well. And I think, I mean, I don't know how many other events or, you know, competitive events students get the opportunity to really reflect on that in that moment. Right. You know, I think there's sometimes the after morning or the after whatever it might be just thinking about, oh, how'd yesterday go? Then you could be sitting there thinking about what you could have done better or what got you through the tough moment. Let's just use a football game for, for an example. Yeah. What got you through a fourth and one stop? What, what was that? But to have it to think about it right after something like like five minutes mm-hmm. after in that moment and have somebody like you give them the opportunity to reflect and think yeah and explain to them that's that's powerful that's meaning i don't know how many other people do this stuff man that, that's, I, I hope you understand what i'm trying to say here yeah. and i hope uh, the i think you i think you're being listeners nice. do too but yeah. I didn't have a referee stop a football game for me and tell me what got you through that play right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't have an, an athletic director come down and say, "All right, everybody, yeah. stop. Let's take a moment." And think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want and, both teams right. to come, bring it in. Right. You know, right let's right. think about what got you through it. <laughs> and and of course, they're like, it's funny because like there are logistical reasons why that doesn't happen. Of course. Okay. So the, you know, again, we're not. But I, but when I think about that. I reflect also back to, you know, the last big powerlifting meet, the last state meet we had when we had uh, 200 invited athletes, 70 plus volunteers, another few hundred in the audience. So we're, we're in a packed gym, eight platforms. I mean, this place is ringing with noise like it is, you know, know. and even and we stop it mm-hmm. and we slow it down. And we ask, you remember this? We ask people, sure just, like, let's, I'm, I'm like, hey, coaches, can you help me get people in those stands? And sure everyone's do. sitting in the stands. Everyone, and, and, and I say that because I, I think it's a transferable thing and, and maybe a, something that, that coaches and, and uh, parents and athletic directors and whoever else is listening to this might be able to take forward. It's like, it is a logistical concern, mm-hmm. but it's totally doable. Like, you, it, you can do it if you want to. And this took us, you were there, it took us all of, what, five minutes? At most. Legitimately, <laughs> it took us five minutes. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many kids come back and like, they acknowledge that that is one of the more sort of poignant moments. And like, the truth is, they like watching people pick up heavy things. For like sure. when they get their PRs, I do too. that's like, of course. Yeah. But that's why it's so important uh, from a psychological perspective to do it in that moment, right? Because it's like the emotion's high, you real like you haven't forgotten the actual feeling of that moment yet. That's why it's important to jump on it when it happens. Like, you know, a, a friend of mine, Raf Ruiz, wonderful coach. Um, he mentioned something recently. He 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 was <laughs> noting that he got critiqued for comparing kids to dogs, and dude, he's a wonderful human being. He okay. would never do that in a real way. Anyone who's critiquing him is sort of silly. They don't they're not seeing what he's saying. But, but there are some sort of like base level behaviorist concepts that, that sometimes ring true. Meaning like, 
you know, I hope I'm not like treading on, on thin ice here, but like if someone does something wrong, you have to acknowledge it then, right? Like if a kid does something, like you've seen me do this before, if, if, if someone almost gets hurt in the weight room because the spotter wasn't paying attention, like that's the moment you address it. As soon as you see it, you address it. You don't wait two days and be like, hey, remember that? Remember when this happened? Because the poignancy of the moment is gone. Right, they, you know, they might be able to reflect back and, and logically understand mm -hmm. that something was off about it. But if you if you grab it in that moment, emotion, like it's all so immediate it's all, response. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all so point, and, and, and you tie those things together. So you've got this emotion, this situation, this context, and bang, there's the direction, right? And and, and that's how you like kind of move, change behavior moving forward. You don't you don't allow it to persist for weeks and then come back to it. You address it then. So that's part of, uh, a, you know, a small example of how that maps onto why it's so important to do it. Like between lifts, we finish the squats, we have our messaging. We finish the benches, we have our messaging. We finish the deadlift and ultimately give out awards. We've got messaging for each point. And, uh, you know, we don't follow up two days later with a PDF. It's right then and there. This is what's important. Take this with you. Bring it forward. And That's empowerment. And you're boosting their confidence mm -hmm. throughout the day. It's not oh, just yeah. something from the start and to the end where you bring everybody together at the end and say, yeah. let's think about it now. Like you said, we're not going to wait. We're going to do it right now. Yeah. We're going to do it in between the lifts. And I can't help but think about all the parents that gather around and listen on that too. And I'm, I'm looking over too. my shoulder and I see parents filming this. Yeah. Now, there's people who pay money to hear these things yeah right there's yeah. people who pay a lot of money yeah. to receive this support or these words or whatever we might call it um and to just have it there in front of all That's the different fact. schools and all the different kids and like i said the parents again it's it's different man it's, always, it's, it's really different look at what it is look at what the ihspla is doing right now who, who who we're doing it for who's involved who's there and what's being done yeah and I will say this, and we're going to transition in, uh, yeah. here in a second to um, talk to just get a, some brief input from some other coaches around the state. But like, I'm so excited to be part of this organization. I do. I'm so grateful for you and everyone who's been involved with it. Um, it, it feels like we've sort of bridged the quarantine gap, and I and I I couldn't be more optimistic about the sport moving forward. It's true that powerlifting is one of the fastest growing sports in the state. Before COVID happened, we had 30, 35 member schools, which mm -hmm. is more than some varsity sports that I won't name because it's irrelevant, but I'm just saying there it, it's moving and we would, uh, we would certainly invite people to come along for the ride with us. It's a blast. So, all right, well, Pac, thank you so much, uh, for chatting with me today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. We'll talk Happy to be here. All right, so we're here with John Bierbauer, head coach at McHenry, who just took third in state. They've got a fantastic, fantastic strength, speed, training, performance, development program over at McHenry, uh, and we're honored to have you here. So, John, the, the focus of today's podcast is really we're just debriefing from, from the year and the state meet, and, of course, we wanted your voice involved. Well, incredible year uh, in many ways, uh, but especially – uh, the conclusion. I was so proud. I was so proud of our kids who were able to participate. School was out the day of the meet, and uh, we were blessed with great weather. Um, we had uh, some changes in our schedule and our roster last minute. Even even within 24 hours of the meet, we had our um, sectional track meet was moved to the day of the meet. So I know two kids that were really excited about getting to come missed that opportunity. But the ones that were there. Um, represented us really well and themselves really well. 
um, and not just with the lifts. But, um, you know, I was so proud of how they were cheering on others, jumping in the spot, uh, thanking the judges. You know, McHenry was well represented in the ways we want it to be. So, no and, uh, you know, you guys were incredible um, having all the volunteers. The venue was perfect. The parents talked about how much they loved being able to watch from up on that balcony. And uh, we, were, we weren't curious if it was going to be too hot or if it was going to be rain. Who knows? I mean, we were blessed with a beautiful day. So uh, all around, when I look back at that, you know, even when I'd see some of the pictures from the event, you know, I was just reminded what a great day to celebrate kids and their strength and in uh, positive, positive messages, which I know you and your organization are all about. So we were grateful to be a part of it. And uh, thanks for the opportunity. I, listen, I think, you're, first of all, you, of course, you're welcome anytime. But uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. You're because your kids, they not only competed really well, and I'd love in a second for you to highlight um, some of the standouts perhaps, uh, but they just like, they carried themselves well. And that's, you know, and this is messaging that is very consistent throughout the course of years in the uh, Illinois High School Powerlifting Association, but obviously in your gym too, in your place, in your school, because when, when the McHenry team I think everyone in the stands knew where the McHenry team was because they were cheering and clapping and they had, you really had something cool going. And um, I, I just love the balance of it. So you're, you're under a bar going for a state record, then you're, you're thanking the ref and you're cheering on the teammate and like just boom, 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 and then checking all the boxes. And it's what it's about mind, body and spirit. Right. It, and I tell these kids and, and, and all the time, you know, the physical things are great, but you know, the mentality and the, the competitiveness is there, but you know, you should have spirit in all that you do because that's, yeah. what's going to get you through uh, even when you get a miss on a lift. So uh, that's, that's where that's at. We did have some kids um, do well as a group. And, uh, but we also had a few standouts, as you mentioned, you know, Logan Frappoli, you'll be a junior and she's a, a cheerleader and she had a great day and uh, she is really into powerlifting now and um, has worked really well. And I was happy with her performances, Zach Borsma, Brianna Hudson, who's a senior. So what a great way to finish, you know, her, her career to be able to um, win her basically her division. Her, there, her yeah. division yes. Yep, yep. Um, so they were great to be honored, but I was also proud of David Wachter, you know, a senior basketball player and uh, a young man that, um, you know, he was really excited about his bench press and, and that didn't go as well as it, he wanted it to at that event, but yet came back and got an all time record in the deadlift which we did that after bench. So I was, I was really happy how the order of that went, mm, um, yeah. you know, and, and Raina Sanchez has always kind of been our, um, our biggest advocate in terms of service. Anytime they need something for us to do at the school to represent the powerlifter, she's always there Had a few younger uh, athletes that stepped up that I think what Max Smith's uh, football and track kid was able to make it. And I think he's uh, hooked and excited. Uh, so yeah, the kids really did a nice job. Uh, and I was proud. We had some alumni go too, coach, um, uh, you know, Boro, who I mentioned, Dan Boro, he's uh, mm -hmm. did a great job, just took pictures for us and everybody and talented and, uh, photographer. For and he, he brought uh, he brought two guests with him. They just wanted to be there to help spot yeah. and encourage. And, you know, that's kind of neat too. When you have alumni that are mm -hmm. into powerlifting now that they graduated, but they want to come back and you guys have set the standard for that uh, with your program and how many, amazing kids come back because they just want to give back. I think that's wonderful. 
That's it. Well, that's right. And we always talk about, you said so many good things there. One of the things that we talk about very regularly is results and relationships. And there's only two ways to measure a program and both are important. And, and one can't stand without the other, at least not fully. But, but if you had to pick it, uh, I think it'd be the relationships that, that matter most. And, and you're right. I think that's a really good indicator of, of, uh, you know, if you, like you say, you've got, um, you've got those alumni coming back and wanting to help uh, facilitate the positive experience that they had, help facilitate that for the next generation. And that, that's a really good indicator that something special is happening. Uh, well, the relationship the part you mentioned, um, it was one of our, usually at the end, I'll have everybody share, hey, what was your biggest takeaway from the day? I just have always, that's something I've always done. Yeah. And, um, you know, Raina specifically, she's like, you know, I was really excited because my thing I wanted to do most at this meet was see the friend I met at Stag at the previous meet. Yeah. It had nothing to do with their performances. She was, I was so excited to see that other team and see that friend. And I thought that's exactly what you just mentioned. You know, the relationships mm-hmm. part of this, these experiences, um, that's what the kids' biggest takeaway are. The new friend they met or seeing their friend they hadn't seen in a while. Uh, it's great. So exactly. That's so good. I'm glad you said that. And let, let me be clear. I like, it is that is what matters at least at least for us and you know that and like dude just imagine ooh, we ask our kids to visualize sometimes like okay so if you take that if you take a trophy say best case scenario you win your division as a t- whatever it might be you take that trophy and, and put it in a room or a, a closet and you, and, and you don't have any um, friends from the experience you don't have any positive memories you're not communicating well whatever wouldn't you trade that in a heartbeat for those you know it it and, and obviously, when you take some time to think about it, the, the answer is so obvious. Um, but it's always good. Like, you, I love that debriefing that you all do to really shine a light on what, what matters. I think it's fantastic. Appreciate you. Thank you. And, you know, yeah. speaking of relationships, I'm grateful for ours. Hey, you've been a great advocate in our state and the whole region for this powerlifting. You know, you do it the right way. And, and I appreciate you and your friendship. You're always reaching out, encouraging that uh, makes a difference even in this coaching side of things, you know, um, appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you, John. And, and, and you nailed it. I think, I think we're building something great here. And I think it starts with that. And, and, and that can't go overstated. I think the, you know, the, the coach to coach thing, that's, <clears throat> we're a little bit older, but it's, it's just like the kid to kid it's human to human, you know, and, and we're all, this is, this is just the platform that allows us all to come together. So I'm, I'm very grateful to hear you say that. And I'm sure there'll be more, Uh, there'll be more of that real soon. Do you need business cards? Do you need flyers, posters, custom thank you notes, or any sort of stationery to take your business to the next level? If so, then you've got to see the good people at Mighty Printing. They've got two locations. One of them's up north in Glencoe, Illinois. The other is right in the heart of Chicago on 180 West Washington Street. They do most of the printing for the Good Athlete Project, and we just could not do our business without them. They've also worked with teams like the Chicago Bulls and the Chicago Blackhawks. They've worked with Let Us Entertain You Restaurant Group. They do holiday cards. They do wedding cards. They help you. They help you not only celebrate special occasions, but make them that much more special. And like I said, if you are a small business owner or a large business owner, they will give you the sort of personalized service combined with incredibly high quality goods. You just can't find that combo, honestly, anywhere else. Find them online at mightyprint.com. That's M-I-T-E print, P-R-I-N-T.com. And on Instagram, same thing, at mightyprint, M-I-T-E print. And tell them the Good Athlete Project sent you.